All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am joined by, uh, I guess, my guest host for this evening, uh, Craig Smoltz. Smoltz. I always get your guys' name, Smoltz. Yeah, there's there's no S. Everybody says Smoltz for some reason. There's no S on it, but that's all right. You can call yeah. me whatever you want. So, But uh, he does the uh, the Break the Bell podcast with his wonderful co-host. That was on that show, what was it, uh, a few months ago? Yeah, it's, it was before Christmas time, I think. So yeah. late last year sometime, yeah. It was either was like late saying. November or December. Go back in his feed and find it. So yeah, it's there somewhere. It 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 exists. <laughs> yeah, don't don't leave this one just yet. You know, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Leave this show and go to my show. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it and then come back after the stream yes. is over. Yeah, there yes, you go. That, that's what I came on here for was to divert your listeners <laughs> to just go to mine. Just a, just immediately with the with the grifting all, yes. automatically. Exactly. Uh, let's see. We already got a comment waiting on us, and it's in Russian. So right. Fedor Shinkarenko, and uh, you know Russian. See. Uh, uh, I kind of speak like a little toddler when I'm when I'm still learning. So that's uh, you are something. But uh, I'll have to look it up later. I don't know. He, he probably just called me a pussy. Who knows? Probably. <clears throat> that's how just we roll probably, around here. <laughs> probably geared to me because I've been accused of being like a Russian sympathizer as of lately, uh, and an yes. asshole, which I don't. That claims not be an asshole. So, <laughs> well, I will uh, wear my asshole flag proudly because mm-hmm. uh, I, I have my moments. I have my moments. I try not to stray completely into dickhead, but you know, just <laughs> it takes a lot, doesn't it? It does, especially since I was like the last year of Generation X. So it's like pre-built into my generation just to be apathetic dickheads That's all the true. time. I'm like the early generation of millennials, like millennials. There's like two generations of millennials. There's like the early generation that because they say millennials are the ones that grew up on computers. Well, there's us early ones that had computers in like high school and still didn't grow up on all the technology. And plus the fact that I was I grew up in a rather broke family. So we always had like the third or fourth generation of technology, like three generations ago. We'd get like a. Uh, Sega Genesis when like the PlayStation 3 came out (laughs) so so (laughs) I don't claim to be part of the Millennials just because when people think of Millennials they think of the younger like early 30s um, people right now and so I I don't have any connection with I think I relate more to Gen Xers than I do to actual Millennials yeah yeah so they've been uh, calling you guys this this wonderful term elder Millennials, and I, I gotta imagine that's probably just gonna chap your hide a little bit. That's the first I've heard that. Interesting. <laughs> Holy! Shit. I heard I heard that once uh, trolling through TikTok, and I, once you get past like all of the fat chicks uh, jiggling their boobs and everything, uh, oh, then you yeah. can actually get into some uh, deep TikTok subjects. And they were talking about elder millennials, and I was like, this can't be a term, right? So of course, you get into the presearch.org. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. look up elder millennial, and there's like a whole bunch of articles about it. Oh, interesting. I'll have yeah. to check that out. <laughs> but yeah they uh they're there for a little bit they tried with uh my last part of the generation they were like trying to call us exennials because we were kind of embracing both and oh like, yeah i have seen now. that term or xenials <laughs> or something like that. it sounds like some sort of like um like annual plant mo- like species or something these are these are xenials these are xenials yeah it's like yeah, the only thing that we grow is uh, sadness and despair. It's true. <laughs> and drug addiction. But yeah, 
But yeah. Uh, so yeah, speaking of the the Russian thing, uh, yeah, as soon as the uh, Russia decided it was going to go into uh, parts of the former Ukraine. Uh, and we were like trying to call t attention to the fact that there was some history going on. It was right. like, yeah, you know, in 2014, these people voted to leave the Ukraine yes. and have been shelled and attacked ever since then. Yes. I'm not, I, I had I'm not that like, covering for Putin for it. I'm just letting you know what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we've been on kind of that same course for the last four or five weeks. Like, hey, um, this isn't what they're saying it is yet. Yeah, no, I'm not a Russian sympathizer, but this is not what they're saying it is. And then we covered the 2014 stuff then we cut we talked about um last week i think when there was all this like cry for genocide and shit and it's just like do you do you really see what's happening here because we cry genocide a lot on a lot of things when we want to like go in and invade places well somebody had commented and he's just like you guys are just assholes and you don't know what's going on and you're probably going to go vote for you probably wish trump was still in office because <laughs> like I didn't fucking vote for Trump, dude. And then he was just like, uh, and he's like, so, so then what happened in uh, Crimea then? And I was like, oh, you mean when the citizens voted to leave Ukraine? <laughs> that, that part? Is, is that what you're referring to? And I kind of bounced back and he just stopped talking because he realized that he had no argument. And I'm just like, you, you should at least listen to the episode before you start running your mouth about the episode, because we're not, yeah. uh, we're not giving Russia a pass on this, but we're also not going to give the other side a pass on this. We're going to look at assholes for being assholes on both sides of it. So it, oh, yeah. it's just a freaking joke. Yeah. And it's a, it's like really chapped people's asses when I start saying it, well, it's not my dog, not my fight. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just going to give you like all of the facts surrounding the thing. Exactly. And not this, you know, five minute, gloss of uh of bs that the news media likes to throw out there all the time it's mm -hmm. all like well putin invaded i was i was like Ugh. i was like yeah i guess but you guys got to understand why <laughs> mm -hmm. I was like, yeah there's a little I, bit of a history there there's a there's a lot of history there and on one side of it putin did say that if you keep doing this i'm going to invade i mean he it wasn't it wasn't yeah. this like un like shock surprise like they played it out in the media like oh my god i can't believe he invaded and it's like really he he was saying he was going to do this for six months and if you kept doing x y or z and you kept doing x y or z so he invaded and you didn't see this coming for some reason yeah it's like uh they've they've only been telling you people this uh mm -hmm. since 2014 when this mm -hmm. all started and the victoria newland f the eu phone call leaked yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was, that was my favorite. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, why don't we put this hand selected person in there? And then she's she's in the same position that she was then, too. She left. She left after that and went and worked for the National Endowment for Democracy. Do you know what that is? You know, what that organization is. Oh, I got to imagine it's one of those weird uh, NGOs that probably is fronted by the CIA or the Defense Intelligence it is Agency. Basically, what they what they claim the NED does, I call it NED because it's more fun and makes them sound more retarded. Um, but what NED is, is they, they say that the NED does in the open, publicly, what the CIA used to do secretly. So yeah. they go and, like, get the – they go into countries and get the, the populace all stirred up to get – 
like disappointed in their their overlords or whatever and overthrow governments. And that's the NED does this. They're a propaganda wing, basically, that goes into countries and gets people stirred up. Uh, they train activists over. They have like an activist training session over there. Um, yeah. the, their highest, uh, like the most resources they have right now is going into Ukraine conveniently the second highest resources they have are going into russia so they are definitely on the path of regime change so when uh biden was saying oh we're not we are what's it what's the dumb the dumb bitch the the redhead lady can i can i swear on uh, your show that okay yeah you can yeah you can say fuck piss shit cunt if you want to All right. the fcc is not hiding in a bush all right perfect outside so <laughs> um saki jen saki was like we're not, nor have we ever been in the business of regime change. It's like, really? Really? What? I mean, you're. What yeah, country? You're, 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 the macaroni in? chief, the macaroni salad in chief is out there talking about he's got to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at that same time, um, <clears throat> the NEDs in Russia, like pouring money into Russia, trying to uh, get them to turn on Putin. Yeah. So here I found the. Uh, this is the uh, the WikiLeaks uh, cable from Moscow. This is the infamous uh, Niet means Niet from uh, 2008 it was basically yeah if you keep expanding nato we're gonna have a problem provocative acts right uh, right there <laughs> in yeah. separatist regions yeah so i mean that's right there I'll, I'll i'll include that link down in the show notes of course but uh yeah it's it's been going on for a while and i i the really weird thing to me is that they kept pushing like Ukraine's going to join NATO. Ukraine, even though Russia kept saying, uh, you got to back off. Ukraine can't join NATO because of whatever uh, treaties they signed back during the fall of the the freaking USSR that, hey, NATO's yeah. not going to expand any closer to Russia. We need our buffer zone. There was all those treaties, and we're finally we're just like, yeah, screw it. We're going to expand NATO closer to Russia. And Putin obviously has problems with that, as you see there. Yeah. Um, and NATO kept or uh, Ukraine kept pushing the topic. But now halfway through this war or two months into this war, Ukraine's like, actually, we're not going to join NATO. It's just like, why didn't you say that a month ago? And we could have saved ourselves all of this bullshit. It's like yeah. if you if you're just going to roll over like that, I mean, supposedly they're not rolling over. But um, the last I heard, Ukraine was like, yeah, we're just not going to join NATO. So can we can we stop this? It's like. What is actually going on here? Because you could have said that back in February and avoided right. all of it. Yeah, could have. But, you know, they want cover. So now, like, the uh, the talking points is uh, it's like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, get in, get in front of the peace table and uh, we're going to sign all of these things. And, you know, of course, we're not going to join NATO, but we would still like it if NATO countries would come to our defense just in case. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, let's have Article 5 without actually signing the damn thing. <laughs> Well, did you see today Putin came out and said, uh, peace talks are at a dead end. Sorry, we're going to keep going. Specifically yeah. because the West keeps saying that they committed genocide. That was his verbatim said um, they're, they're making these baseless claims of genocide. And so peace talks are at a stalemate right now. So we're just going to keep going. And Biden came out today here in the state of Iowa, I'm pretty sure it said, and actually uttered the words genocide from his mouth he because last week yeah. he said that he committed war crimes this week he's like 
how are we going to let um, our price, our soaring prices be controlled by a ge genocidal maniac is basically what he said. And it's just like, now you're just poking the bear intentionally, it seems like. Yeah, so this is uh, Financial Times right here. Putin says uh, peace talks with Ukraine at dead end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and of course, it's going to make you make you buy it. And uh, I got to do my uh, do my little uh, kung fu stuff that I do with the, uh, the websites in order to, to get past mm -hmm. their paywalls. But uh I'll have to read that one, but again, that'll be down in the show notes below. So I'd like to know what your Kung Fu stuff stuff is because I keep subscribing for like the three free months or whatever, and then I forget about it, and I just got charged like 13 bucks for like the San Francisco Post or something, something that I'll never read again. I just wanted yeah, one, article. one article. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, It's something to do with JavaScript, so as soon as you pull it up, you can turn something off, and then the article comes up. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll have to get, I'll have to get like the step-by-step -step instructions for that. There you yeah, you can, that anybody can do that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a way for you to get around that stuff. Uh, sometimes if you go to archive.org, they'll have like the uh, the full version up there. Oh, really? But, I'll yeah. Check it out. Yeah. There's all different kinds of ways that you can go and not look like a complete asshole when you're talking, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I try to look like a complete asshole when I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, but at least you're an informed asshole. I, I try. I try to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. There's the assholes that have no idea what they're talking about that will try to argue with you, and there you always know the assholes who don't know what they're talking about because they immediately jump into your your comment section and they'll throw shit out there in the first like few minutes. You know they haven't based on their comment. You know they haven't watched even five minutes of the episode. Cause that one guy I was talking about, he was like, well, if you check your sources, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you listen to the episode, you'll hear, I am very thorough with sources. I usually yeah. list like seven, eight, nine. I've had people say, you need to not read so much and talk more. Cause I, I just flood it with sources. Cause I don't want to be known as a person that is uninformed or not, not going to the sources. So it's like, I know you're not watching the whole video because you would see that I have a shit ton of sources to back up what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, when we uh, put our show notes together, there's links and stuff down mm -hmm. there. And exactly. whatever I do with solo episodes, I'll, I'll have all of those articles linked down below. It's, it's not mm -hmm. like it's like I'm trying to hide something from you or anything. It's uh, right. It gets pretty nuts. It gets pretty nuts, yeah. but uh, let's uh, shift gears here. So uh, Biden wants to go after ghost guns and, yes. uh, and I, and I heard that when I was like, well, the Supreme court has already ruled that you can pretty much make guns by yourself and there's nothing really they can do to enforce that or stop it. Right. And it's yeah. unconstitutional anyways, but not like anyone's paying attention, but, uh, yeah. So I, uh, anything anymore. yeah. And so I, uh, I found this one today cause this has been all the rage. Gunman fired 33 times in Brooklyn subway attack. Shooting I heard 10 riders. That. Yeah. A person of, uh, of interest has been identified. Yeah, so apparently somebody opened fire on a on a thing, and I've been waiting for the ghost gun to make the uh, make the appearance on the, on the news. I it's really interesting that because I knew the whole talk Biden's whole talk yesterday was going to happen. I knew it was coming because they announced yeah. it last week after the uh, Sacramento shooting, which was supposedly the deadliest shooting, the most horrific shooting in Sacramento history. Is what they say. Six people died doesn't seem all that horrific that might make me sound like an asshole but six people dying doesn't really and it was gang violence too it was a gang fight yeah, there was, was a gang fight yeah and, and so, they uh they didn't really talk about the sacramento in the in the 1890s i know oh i yeah i, I didn't even think about that but in Biden's speech yesterday he brought up all these other shootings but never 
like they were building up to it with Sacramento. Oh, Biden's about to give his speech about uh, gun regulations. And then when right. he gave a speech, they mentioned all these other cities, never mentioned Sacramento because it doesn't fit their narrative because all the guns they used were already fucking illegal. And California yeah. already has the strictest gun laws on the books. They already have a gun uh, ghost ghost gun ban. They already yeah. ban, um, quote unquote, assault rifles, um, extended mags, all that stuff. They They already have all those laws on the books. So conveniently, he left that out of his speech. But my city of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, did get get brought up in his speech so that was great and i noticed um they're really hyper focusing on every single shooting this week too because of that speech yesterday it's like yeah. oh one person was shot in a house yeah it's just like how many times in this country does a person get shot in a house like in the projects or something it happens quite a bit especially if you live in like uh certain areas of chicago yeah where the one yeah, they were probably talking about <laughs> So yeah, it, that's why I always just, uh, turn everyone on to uh, John Lott because he did all of the uh, the gun crime statistics and everything. And he was like, yeah, mm -hmm. they're they're including all of these things as a mass shooting. And then it turns out they're all within city limits of the most strict places to own guns. Like, yeah, you've got to jump through a million hoops to get one. And most of them already have illegal guns or they're ex-cons that aren't legally supposed to be owning guns in the first place or they have a stolen gun or something it's just like yeah so what are and gun laws going to do because they're breaking all the gun laws that are already here and they're breaking the main law of don't fucking shoot somebody yeah <laughs> yeah that's a but uh, if you have hate in your heart when you shoot that guy now you get an extra charge of a hate crime so oh yeah obviously <laughs> obviously kind of like lynching we never had a law in the books that we couldn't hang somebody it's to yeah. their death before last month so we had to come out with this anti-lynching law it's just like oh, yeah. you already couldn't kill somebody so what does this actually do yeah and i can't tell you how many times i've been late to work because there was a lynch mob down the street you know it's, mm -hmm. it just happens so often it does i mean i mean the the example that i brought up when biden was talking about this anti-lynching mob was an example from what 60 years ago so i mean they must have all these examples to choose from yeah and like the only recent one was in texas i guess it was in like the uh, the late 90s or early 2000s where a guy got drugged behind a truck okay so 30 years ago yeah 25 30 years ago was the most recent oh you can't forget the nascar guy that had that rope that, yes. <laughs> that garage rope that was semi in the shape of a noose yeah, and then when you uh, listen to uh, how they found out about it, it was like it was pointed out to them that it was in the shape of a noose. Oh, and then when oh, you then when you saw it, it was basically just a knot. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and somebody like... had like tied a handle so that they can pull the garage down a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, but that was a hate crime. Yeah, that was a hate crime, and, obviously. And, don't, and you can't forget Jesse Smollett too. So I mean, I guess we do uh, need lynch, lynch uh, laws yes. because of those yeah. cases. Yeah, I heard a uh, comedian the other day, and he, he was pretty hysterical. He goes, yeah, this guy gets out in the middle of Chicago when it's like negative 10 degrees outside, and uh, <laughs> he gets assaulted. I'm going to tell you this right now. No one's ever called me a nigger in the snow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's too cold for hate at that point. It's Sunshine true. at the beach? Yeah, I'll get called the N-word all day long. <laughs> yes. What is, first of all, what is Jesse Smollett doing out in the freaking freezing cold at two o'clock in the morning anyway getting really getting a subway sandwich yeah. Yeah, getting, what subway shop is open i would love to know because there are times when i'm leaving the bar and i'm like man i'd really like a sandwich or some fries i left a i left a concert once 
And uh, it was like a Halloween concert thing. And man, all I wanted was some French fries and I could not find a single damn place open to get French fries. And this was downtown. It's just like, he's in Chicago. Where is he getting a Subway sandwich at two o'clock in the morning when it's freezing yeah, ice cold? Yeah, just not gonna happen. Uh, well, C.D. McRae uh, chimes in, the the, uh, the wonderful, lovely uh, C.D. McRae. Uh, Cat Williams wore a noose to the BET Awards. <laughs> That's why we need anti-lynching laws. Uh, and are we sure it wasn't just like a bolo tie? I don't know. <laughs> Anything. I mean, if you can call the garage not a noose, you can call a bolo tie a noose, too. <laughs> but does Cat McWilliams wear a bolo tie, though? He doesn't seem like the bolo tie wearing type. No, and now now I'm like now I'm curious. I have to find this. Uh, let's see, Cat Williams, and we're you know doing show prep live on the air because this is how I this is how I roll. That's what uh, I do. Too. Noose B E T. Let's see, let's see what comes up. Let's see what comes up. Images. Up, oh, he sure did. And oh my god, oh my god, he's wearing pink. This is. Uh, it's Cat less Williams. surprising that he's wearing pink than it is that he's wearing a noose. Yeah, that's just so weird. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. Look at that. Yeah, wearing a, wearing a noose. Yeah, that's pretty blatantly a noose. <laughs> so should he be charged for a hate crime? Or did, I bet you, some MAGA hat wearing guy on the red, like standing beside the red carpet, threw that around his neck and threw gasoline on him. This is MAGA said, country at the BET yes. Awards. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I would dare say that that was more of a noose than the string that they found around Juicy Smollier's uh, neck. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I, uh, but again, who in Chicago is yelling, this is MAGA country? Because everybody knows Chicago is not MAGA country. Nothing about Chicago is MAGA. No, no, nowhere near even the suburbs of Chicago would be considered MAGA country. Yeah, so uh, I, have a, I have an uncle that lives up in Illinois, and... Uh, he talks about you know bastard Republicans all the time. These people, even even if they're just a a, a, a smidge over the uh, the right side of the center line, they, you know they they get called Nazis and everything. So it's oh of course, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're not going to be yeah they're not going to be that's not MAGA country by any stretch, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's pretty rough. I was like maybe if you were in Kentucky, like out in the holler. And then yeah. I'm then I'm questioning those hillbillies watching Empire to know who you were. <laughs> exactly. Hey, are you that? <laughs> I don't know how uh, you already said the N word. So hey, you're yeah. that faggot. You're that faggot from Empire, aren't you? It's it's just like a scripted thing. It's just like who who talks like that in real life? Who, who... It's not even that good of a script. <laughs> no, not at all. That's not even like Empire quality script writing there. <laughs> And Empire, the show, is probably about the most pedestrian uh, screenwriting you can get because mm -hmm. it's not good. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. And it doesn't help that they hired he hired like blatant immigrant bodyguards to do this, <laughs> like not even white bodyguards. <laughs> yeah, to... a couple of Nigerians like fresh off the boat. It's. <laughs> I want to hear that. Con I want to hear that from a Nigerian saying. Are you that faggot from Empire? <laughs> this is MAGA country in a Nigerian accent because that would just that would just go viral all over the place if you just blasted that video of Nigerians saying that. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, oh man, that's the. Uh, 
that's probably the most like blatant thing. And, and we have to thank just, uh, Jesse Smalley for getting us that anti-lynching bill because, uh, he got his good buddy, uh, the, uh, the vice president Kamala Harris to start talking about lynching and being on Jesse, Jesse's side and yeah. the whole thing. And that's, that's the reason why we had the, the anti-lynching bill in the first place. But did any of these like high profile people like Kamala Harris or anybody, um, after it came out that he's blatantly a liar and blatantly fabricated this whole thing. Did any of yeah. them come out and be like, Oh, my bad. I was wrong. No, 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 no. I, I don't think I heard that either. <laughs> yeah. The, the worst people in society are in charge of us. It's a, uh, <laughs> and they're never wrongs to boot. So no, but that, yeah, then they just flipped it. Well, this just brings light to what's, what is really going on for African-Americans out there. This just, this just sheds a light on, no, what this does is it makes it's like the boy who cried wolf it just makes like the next time when something actually happens that we should be upset about um people are going to second guess and be like really did this actually happen or is this another jussie smollier thing yeah it's pretty pretty bad uh cd mccray again oh god it's like the apprentices got assigned the primetime project and they came up with empire (laughs) not good writing (laughs) no not good writing. It's uh, barely passable acting. It's just just not good all the way around. Oh, man. So is we're going to switch gears. Is yeah, Justice switch... still an empire? No, I don't think so. I think he no. finally got fired. Who knows? Okay. Character got died off. I, I only watched one episode to see what Maybe he got lynched. Did he get lynched and die in the show? <laughs> oh, that would be fun. I'll have to look that up later. But uh, consumer prices rose 8.5% in March. Slightly hotter than expected in the highest and the highest since 1981 slightly higher than expected <laughs> yeah i saw the federal government came out today and was like um we're we're expecting to see like record inflation this after how many months of saying hey this is just temporary inflation or what was the, yeah. what was the phrase they called it um, oh they, they also called it the uh, the putin price hike for, oh for yeah. the stuff going on <laughs> they, they were trying to make that go viral <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of a sudden it's uh, his name became vladimir wheelchucks because yeah. <laughs> he got it toss him under the bus yeah just blame him for everything yeah so it's been really crazy uh it's like you printed trillions of dollars in a matter of eight months it's like 22 percent of the entire money supply yeah and then you're trying to come out here and try to say oh well this bill will actually cost the the taxpayers zero because we're just printing this money (laughs) well then on top of that because gas prices have gone up so high they're recommending more stim- gas stimulus now it's just like inflation is causing gas to be higher so because we printed trillions of dollars so to solve yeah. that let's print trillions more dollars to throw at the problem because that that that's going to solve the issue yeah so we got bad money chasing after bad money I and mean, that's yeah. that's always going to be a great thing <laughs> exactly yeah and it's just it really really just it, it boils my bottom <laughs> yeah because because some of us actually kind of know a thing or two about economics and then when we see all them go, try to go up there and they're trying to say oh yeah it's going to cost you zero and they're you know have to put the uh the goose egg in front of you to drive the point home and it's like it's like no you're gonna have to get those get that money from somewhere because the federal well, government yeah. doesn't produce anything and all the money it has is stolen well it's gonna cost the bottom what 80 percent under four hundred thousand dollars uh, annual income. It's going to cost them zero is what he said. And we're going to charge it to the bit mega corporation. So when, the, where's that money going to go? It's going to go to the prices, right. which is going to affect the yeah. people who make less than $400,000 more than it is going to affect the billionaires who own the corporations who have their hand, 
hands in the pockets of the uh, the federal government as is. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you try to bring up the fact that, uh, you know, corporations and billionaires and stuff, when they pay taxes, it's a cost input to them. They just pass it along to the consumer. And then yeah. it's like, no, they, they have to pay it. It was like, yeah. no, no, they don't. It's a cost input. It's when you go to buy that good or service that they're providing. <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, when Biden came out a couple months ago and was like, oh, if you want to solve inflation, just lower your prices. The corporations just need to lower their prices. And it's like that that's that's the the cure to inflation. That's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, if you inflate that money supply, now money is worthless. It's yeah. becoming worth less. They got to start charging more in order to make that buck. Well, even if they uh, kept the prices the same, like he wants them to lower prices. Even if they kept the prices the same, they're still taking a cut themselves, right, from the consumers because things are worth more. Like the val the the price of things have gone up. So even if they keep their prices the same, they're making less money. And I'm I'm not giving a cop out for the big corporations because yeah, they're all greedy assholes too, um, and the majority of them are have lobbyists for some of these big ass spending bills as is so i mean yeah a lot of the corporations are as much of the problem as the fed it's it's one and the same in my opinion uh, the feds are the big corporations and vice versa the, the oh, yeah, corporations yeah, yeah, yeah. put them in, in position to make the billions of dollars yeah because the, uh, the those big multinational corporations and uh like even large corporations here in the United States, they, they have money to play ball with all of the rules and the regulations you put on them. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just made for, you know, not a local company to start taking up some of the slack in that competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All it does is uh, it pushes out the little guy and gives more market control to the big corporations that put the politicians there in the first place. We saw it in 2020 across, like how many, uh, local businesses shut down in 2020. Yeah, yeah. It was like 60%. Walmart was allowed to stay open. Target yeah. was allowed to stay open. Yeah, and they just, uh, Amazon obviously picked up a huge market share because everybody was taking that stimulus money that was supposed to stimulate the economy, but they couldn't go to the stores and support their local economies and just spent on Amazon or- Amazon delivers and they'll they'll spray your, uh, your stuff down with bleach. <laughs> exactly, perfect. Um, so that- so Amazon, um, I, th I think I had read in 2020 that in the first, like, in like the second quarter, because that the shutdowns happened in like March, I think. So in the second quarter, I think Amazon's net increase was roughly about the same number as the amount of stimulus money that was pumped into the economy. It was about the same exact amount of billions of dollars that's how much they yeah. went up because all that stimulus money just went straight to fucking amazon yeah it's uh it, it's pretty disgusting especially when you have to like lay it out for people who don't know these type of things or mm -hmm. they're just not up on economics because i mean you, you start mentioning economic policy and everything and the first thing that people's face is going to do is go blank and their eyes is going to glaze over and they're practically falling asleep mm-hmm yeah, and so they just don't want to learn it because it's it's hard, it's tough. Yeah, you know they yeah. get told all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, that's why we let the people who are smarter, like the economists, like AOC, those types, um, handle our money for us because we're not smart enough to understand economic policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets. Uh, oh man, it's just. Uh, <laughs> I have to give AOC some credit. 
when people were bringing up the uh, the no fly zone in Ukraine, she goes, "No, that'll lead to a nuclear exchange. We don't want that." And then one of the Republicans, thinking he had a gotcha there, he goes, "For everyone's talking about, you know, no uh, getting a flight zone, uh, no fly zone over Ukraine. Congratulations, AOC is now smarter than you." So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, a broken clock. Yes, a broken clock's right every once in a while. So um, every once in a while, she'll say something that's just like, "Yeah, no, that makes sense," and then she'll keep talking. It's just like, "All right, you can just shut up now." Yeah, yeah, we gave you like five minutes, and and you wasted four minutes of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's when they ever they start talking about economics, and the the guys have no idea what the hell they're talking about, and it's really not that hard. I'm a meathead. Yeah, right. I graduated high school with a two point seven average. That is a C. And a very low C at that. Yes. And, <laughs> and you can I figured it this. You can understand this better <laughs> than the people that are making the policies for us. And that, right. that that's a scary thing. It makes me wonder what their GPAs were. <laughs> oh, man. And then when you sit there and talk to the uh, to your local politician and they're they're talking about policies and everything, and you just you just like you're not impressive by any mm-hmm. metric. Yeah, you're well, in charge of me. <laughs> Yeah, it's sad because nobody pays attention. I, I'm even guilty of not really paying that much attention to local politics and local policy. But everything, like the most important election I think you can vote in is your, your local level right. elections because they have direct impact on what you do. Um, state, level imp- state level elections have a little less impact, but they still affect you a lot more than the right. federal level does and people don't pay attention and that's why you get um these lackluster politicians out there at the local level it's just like yeah whatever i'm running probably unopposed so come vote for me you'll see a couple signs out it's like who the hell's that or like school board signs and this is actually the first year i actually put a name on the school board because of all the the mask policies the the yeah. school closing the vaccine policies i'm like this is the first for the first time in in 2021 i was like i'm actually paying attention to the school board because these are the ones that directly affect my children and how they grow up and so i'm going to make sure i at least put my name on somebody that stands for the things that i stand for and when it comes to educating my children yeah and even if you got your kids out of the of the system and you're homeschooling them or you're sending them to private school they still have friends that are in Mm -hmm. that system and they bring that stuff home with them yeah yeah, you, you know, because I've, I've had several conversations with uh, with my kids and they're like, well, they say to do that. I was like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my, my so, daughter comes home all the time. She's like talking because apparently in one of their classes, they play CNN all the time in class. And I'm just like, oh, and, yeah, oh. she'll come home and she'll be like, yeah, did you hear that uh, uh, Putin did this or that? And I was like, no, he didn't. Well, yeah, my um, it was on CNN. It's like, when are you watching CNN? Oh, it, it's it's on in school i'm just like don't watch that shit <laughs> i was like and i'll i'll it's, sit down once again I'll, poorly written not not good yeah yeah it, it's it's a joke it's a fucking joke run and, by a bunch uh, of perverts too yeah apparently <laughs> it's like how is that even still a network when like the top five people in the last year at the network have been accused of some sort of sexual deviancy yeah uh, you know, I like the show Mad Men too, but it's not an instruction manual. <laughs> That's a great show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, they, they, that was kind of how business was run back in the 1960s, but that's not the case anymore. And even that show kind of puts it over the top as to how it how it really was, but that's okay. Uh, 
Yeah, and there's a reason why those shows are out is to show how shitty it was in the business world back then, not to set an example of how business should be ran in 2022. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, that's one of the things. It's like it, it's a uh, Mad Men's not meant to be an not meant to be an instruction video, uh, and then you read 1984. This also is not meant to be an instruction manual. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's either they're not trying at all or they're trying way too hard. Because when when you see some of the things that happen, it's just like I, I read this in a book somewhere. Oh yeah, 1984. Do they right. did they not read this or did they read it really hard? And they're the ones that are like, huh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, whenever the uh, the gun control stuff starts coming up, I always like to point out the uh, – it's like, yeah, you know, I, I watched this movie once where only the police and the military had guns. What was the name of it? Oh, my God. It was uh, all black and white. Oh, yeah, that's right. Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah. And then, then you get accused of being a Nazi yourself. Yeah. And then I like to uh, – to make fun of the leftists always calling for gun control. Cause I'll post that, uh, that Marx quote. It's like the working class should never be dispossessed of their firearms and it needs to be resisted <laughs> yeah. with violence if necessary. Isn't that ironic? Isn't yeah. that like true irony is like get these hardcore leftists that probably swear by Karl Marx. And then if you actually refute them with Karl Marx's quotes, yeah, their brains explode because it's just like, it's like pouring water into a, a robot it's just like you just see the spark starting to fly you see they they start to short circuit and those are the ones that i was talking about that um they come in right away they come in swinging and then as soon as you pour the water in it it's just instant silence like they have yeah. nothing no combat it's just like i'm blocking you it's like okay okay go good <laughs> that's that's one less dumb account i need to look at on the timeline so exactly <laughs> No, that one gets really fun. I, my other favorite is seeing rainbow flags and uh, the hammer and sickle in the, in the same profile name. I was like, you guys realize gay people were murdered like wholesale yes. because that's Western degeneracy. That's yes. not true. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, when, and then uh, you, like sit there, show them all that stuff. And I was like, look, here's a gay lesbian couple that was fed to crocodiles in Cuba <laughs> by Che Guevara, the guy that you have on your shirt. Yes. It's with a rainbow flag behind him. Yeah. Um, it's like when uh, Sean Penn came out after the, the movie Milk, when oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first like homosexual, whatever, like openly gay politician of something in some town. I don't know. I didn't watch it. But and then he goes on to praise at the time. He praised uh, Fidel Castro. Um, who is the Venezuela? Not Venezuela. Yeah, the Venezuelan guy at the time. Uh, uh, Hugo Chavez, Hugo and, Chavez then, uh, and then yeah. there was one other one. It's just like you realize all of them either threw homosexuals in jail or murdered them, right? Yeah. So how are you using that in the same sentence as you're promoting this Harvey Milk film that you're like it, that it it's asinine to me how ignorant these people that we look to for answers, which when when did we get to the point where we're looking to Hollywood actors, actors? who lie for a living yeah as the voice of reason and the voice of like morality in this country no i saw a quote and i think it was Pred pitt who said it at the time he goes don't listen to me i put on makeup and play pretend for a living i <laughs> think that's that's a no truer words of an actor that's perfect <laughs> yeah and he he seems to I, I've never really heard him come out and be like over the top political. His wife maybe, but 
Yeah. It, are they still together? Angelina and Jolie and him? Yeah. Uh, who knows? I'm, I'm, know. I'm not keeping up that. I can't keep track. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be uh, more concerned with who people are sleeping with on Twitter. So. Yeah, exactly. So, man, I've been avoiding. Like, we, we found each other through the dark libertarian pocket of Twitter. And yes. I've, been, I've been just avoiding that pocket of Twitter lately just because it, it's just turned into a shit show in the last couple of weeks. I don't yeah, even know been, what it's about. I don't even know what it's about to be honest. I've paid that little attention to it. Yeah, there was a you know there was a there was a guy who may have married a little bit too young for him. Yeah. Uh, there's another guy who's going on a full schizo post because of uh, vitamin B12 deficiency when he switched to being a vegan. Something about a plane on a treadmill, I think, was the latest one. What? <laughs> what? Can a plane take off if it's on a treadmill? <laughs> There's the argument's been going on for two days, Craig. Are you? This is like a legit argument. <laughs> this is a legit argument going on right now. I'm not and even he, bringing up the hot dogs and sandwiches. Oh my god! Which is so, another one that that raged on for a few days. So I guess let let's have that argument. Can a plane take off from a treadmill? No, no. There's no freaking way because there's no. I there's a reason why I hate running on treadmill. I hate running in general, but I'd rather run outside than on a treadmill. The reason right. for that is because there's no breeze in your face. If there's no breeze in my face, there's no wind under an airplane wing. That's right. That's the answer. Yes, you can get the wheels on the plane to move, but that's yes. about it. <laughs> You're not going to get lift. <laughs> wow. It's I, not generating any force. That may may have made me lose all faith in the libertarian pocket of Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and I and I know a lot of us like to get onto these little stupid arguments just because it's kind of funny. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, after two days, like the joke is done, you know, just, yeah. just get off of that dead horse. It's been like, can we move on the ground. talk about things that actually matter? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've got a ton of crap to talk to, uh, you know, the last two years should have been a, uh, a good open example that the libertarian message is definitely not getting out there because people are actively rejecting it at mm -hmm. every turn. And, uh, you know, got to do your local thing. And I was like, uh, I was almost about to uh, reply to the libertarian chief who goes, what should the uh, libertarian national committee do? And then I was like, I started typing out, it should disband. And then the members should go join the Republicans or the Democrats in their area and take over those. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to get involved. I'm just going to delete that tweet and move on. And there's so many times I want to like comment on something that's so stupid, but then I cash myself and I'm like, this is going to turn into something that I have no interest in going there. I, yeah. I just, I, it's not going to change anybody's opinion because if they are stupid enough to say that in the first place, me uh, refuting that is just going to bounce off their freaking thick skulls yeah. and, and nothing's going to happen. So I, I'm just going to leave this one alone. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, you know, I've got, I still got friends in the libertarian party and uh, you know, I'm, I'm still their friends. So they haven't yeah. like disowned me yet. Oh, at the same time, it's like, man, you guys are spinning your wheels. You're not actually doing anything. But, mm -hmm. uh, but if you guys want to have it uh, as a once a month uh, supper club type meeting, go for it. Sure. People need to hang out. Yeah, I guess people can need to just have their echo chambers and stuff. And um, I, I stay in contact with a lot of libertarian people. I, I have no I have no hard feelings against them. But I think it was you on my show that said you're a little L libertarian, not a capital L libertarian. Right. Because you subscribe to the things that libertarians stand for, but you don't have nearly the interest in the 
political side of it. And that that's always been me. I've never even really like I don't claim my show is in a libertarian podcast. I mean, we yeah, stand- the bill. I mean, as a is a perfect name because, I mean, you're referencing the Liberty Bill. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it, it could be anything. And yeah. Really, you just do a pretty good job of uh, covering the news. Yeah. And uh, just pointing out bullshit, exposing bullshit for bullshit is what it is. And and we um, the things we talk about are libertarian ideas, I guess. But we're never never want the only time we ever promoted, I guess, the Libertarian Party is when I had Spike Cohen on on my show and interviewed him right before the presidential election. That's that's yeah. close thing to uh, promoting the Libertarian Party as we've ever done. We have a lot of libertarian guests on our show that promote a lot of liberty topics and by all means, yes, yes, I love yeah, but everything really... about liberty and libertarianism, but I'm not here to promote a platform by any stretch. Right. And, of course, C.D. McRae is going to chime in one more time. She deserves an award for all the tweets she doesn't send. <laughs> well, maybe, C.D., you need to – we need more entertainment in our life, so you need to start tweeting out those tweets because maybe I'll be more interested that way. Keep it vague enough. Like, don't tag somebody in the in the tweet, maybe. No, yeah, just go in, uh, take the kill shot, and leave. Those are my favorite kinds of people, the people that go in, uh, take the shot, like, put somebody on blast, then leave. They just ignore all the comments, I, all the shit, shit post comments. I do it all the time. Yeah, if the, a blue check right. does something really stupid, I'm just going to go in there, perform the coup de grace with the rock, and then mute the thread, and then move on. Yeah, I do it on, um, I do it on Biden's Twitter account, because uh, I follow oh, Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah. And he'll post something off the wall, and I'll go in and just post some really shitty comment, and then just just leave and just be like, I'll just let the t- cards fall, and I I don't give a shit. Yeah, whenever I'm responding uh, responding to a uh, Biden tweet, I always uh, started off with to the social media goon who had to sit there and write this, quit your job, and then move on to the to the topic of the tweet. It's <laughs> absolutely true. You know, you no know Biden doesn't even know what Twitter is. He doesn't know how to use a freaking um, social media app or anything. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, you want to talk about elder abuse and watching some, you know, doddering old man just get on TV. And you're like, it's like, I I really despise you. I don't really like you. I've never liked you. You know, I was a child of the the 80s and 90s. I remember Uh you saying a bunch of stupid shit. And at the same time, now I'm kind of feeling sorry for you. Did you see the video of Obama at the White House last week? Dude, you want to talk about... I mean, we've all been to a party where somebody shows up to the party that wasn't invited and uh-huh. nobody wants to hang out with them. That, that was, was Joe Biden. That was Joe Biden. Yes, at his own house, at his <laughs> own fucking party. And at one point he's over there, he's like got his hands on Obama's uh, shoulder, like trying to yeah. get his attention. It was like, look at me, look at me, look at me like, <laughs> over here. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. And <laughs> Obama's over there just like blowing him off completely he's like and uh freaking now, Joe, kamala, i told you stop grabbing my shoulder <laughs> kamala couldn't be closer to on her knees in front of obama than she was i mean she was like just plastered to his hip oh, um yeah. the, the entire time she had that shit eating grin and like she was loving it like i was waiting for her to just drop down on her knees at that moment and then uh. Then at one point, Joe Biden was like wandering around, like facing the wall, just kind of vaguely wandering. I'm just like, dude, where's his babysitter? Where's his caretaker at? That's supposed to be walking him around these things because he yeah, is. And then he's like pointing off. to spots on the floor. Like, am I supposed to stand over here or am I standing over here? 
It's like they always tell me where to stand at these things. Where where do yeah. I stand? What, where, where's, where, where's, where do I stand? Where's the uh, teleprompter? Dr. Jill's supposed to be out here because she's a doctor. And she was probably on uh, Obama's dick, too. <laughs> Oh, man, it's terrible. It's terrible. All right, so I have a theory about Kamala Harris, and and tell me if this tracks. Okay. She's high on edibles 24 hours a day because she's in a job that she's overwhelmed. I could see that. That would would account for, like, the unnecessary laughing all the time. Right. Like, in the most uncomfortable moments when somebody asks, like, what about – all the refugee children that are being displaced. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, she's got to be fucking high. That makes the most sense. And yeah, like, it's, it's got to be that. It's, it's either that or she's got some kind of, you know, mental affect thing where she just starts laughing, kind of like uh, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Oh, where he yeah. Has to yeah. Get, where he has to give out the card. And it's like, pardon my laughing. I, I have like a mental a, illness. A form of Tourette's almost, like yeah. a brain injury. Yeah, she's either high or she has a brain injury. Those are <laughs> only options that we have here. Well, you know, good on Willie Brown. That dick must have done something really, really terrible. <laughs> Probably knocked her head against the headboard too many times. <laughs> we are horrible humans. <laughs> That's not even something I really want to be thinking about. <laughs> no, not at all. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. But talk about somebody who also can't own up to, like, anything. Like, she, she has not succeeded at any task she's been given, but every time she fails at it, it's always somebody else's fault. It's like, right. well, uh, they, they gave me this shitty job because of toxic masculinity or something, or because I'm a... It's like, I, I think I'd said on my show a couple weeks ago, it's like, you're supposed to be shattering glass ceilings here. So instead yeah. of... Uh, yeah, you are being given shitty jobs that Joe Biden doesn't want to that's do. The that vice is, president of the United States. Talk yeah, about a that's one hundred percent accurate. You should be instead of sitting here bitching about how well it's because I'm a female they're giving me the sh- these shitty jobs. You should be if you wanted to shatter glass ceilings and make a name. Yeah, take it and own it. Yeah, you should be like this is a a freaking hard as shit job, but I'm going to be the one to get it done. No man has been able to do this. No man has been able to work out this this border crisis or all, all these um, immigration deals. I'm going to be the one to do it. And then when it turns around and you can actually run for president in four, eight years, whatever, you can look back and be like, I was the one that got that done as a female. So, and, yeah. and you can own that shit, but instead, She's just playing the victim the whole entire way. She's like, well, um, I, I, I can't get this done because of this problem or because they're putting me in this or they're not giving me all the resources. It's like, look at fucking Dick Cheney. Did he ever bitch that he didn't have the resources to blow up an entire, the entire Middle East? No, nah, he, no, he, no. He made up rules for himself. He rewrote the book on the vice presidency. Yeah, and even, you know, he shot a guy in the face and made that guy apologize to him for shooting him. <laughs> Yes, I, I just want to just want to make sure that you're okay, Dick, and your family's okay. It's like he just shot you in the fucking face. He shot you in the face because he mistook your face <laughs> for a pheasant. Yes, I mean you can't get any more gangster than that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> but that's probably a good place to uh, leave it off this evening. Uh, Craig, Obviously. go ahead and get your grift on and uh, drop all your uh, links and plugs. Uh, if you're still listening and didn't already go shift over to my show, um, you can find my show. My show is the Break the Bell podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all the things that the kids are doing. Um, on YouTube, it's um, Break the Bell podcast, youtube.com slash Break the Bell podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, 
on all over the social media. It's uh, our handles Break the Bell Pod. So Twitter.com slash Break the Bell Pod, whatever. We have a we have a Facebook forum called the Breaking the Bell Forum or something. I don't know. Just go look us up. Uh, join the conversation. We do like this, pretty much exactly this, just bullshit about the news and expose stupid stupidity for stupidity. And we usually do it even longer. We go like two, two and a half hours sometimes. So if if you if you want to test your endurance, go listen to my show because it <laughs> it, it gets long sometimes. But but we keep things interesting. Uh, we talk about just any topic that we want to dig into, and we we dig pretty deep too. Um, a lot of times, um, like a lot of shows, we'll talk about the news, but we tend to like dig into like the history behind the news. Like you were bringing up 2014. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that the, the things that people don't care to know about those are the things we talk about so uh that's break the bell podcast check us out it's fun definitely and uh definitely check it out and uh, my opinion's a little biased because you might see the episode that i did with them months yeah. ago. yeah so. <laughs> go check out that episode um i maybe i'll uh i'll post a link to that show that episode in the comments of this video somewhere if i yeah. if i think about it yeah, if you think about it. <laughs> All right, Craig. Well, thanks for uh, playing along. We'll uh, catch you around the timeline, okay? Yeah, man. Thanks a lot for having me on. It was fun. All right. No problem. All right. And there he goes, folks. Craig from Break the Bell. It's a great show. Uh, if you guys could uh, check out all of the show notes down below once I get it all updated and everything, and uh, you can also check out my links below. But uh, I'm going to call attention to a couple of things that I've got going on right now. Uh, I wrote a book. I started writing a book, I should say. It's uh, practically done. I've got like the, the rough draft and everything going, but I need a little bit of help with it. So if you guys want to uh, check that out, head on over to my Indiegogo page. And uh, wait, you're not supposed to see this part. But uh, anyways, yeah, I'll have that uh, link down below as well. Uh, it's just to help me kind of get it in front of an editor and uh, get it printed and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I got different things down below. Also, I got a, uh, a merch store as well, and that is at Teespring, and I'll get that pulled up here too. Once again, live show prep, because we got to love that. And uh, I got t-shirts, all kinds of stuff. My Get It Done shirt, got all kinds of stuff, uh, some of the COVID hysteria stuff. I got a Bitcoin shirt that says, have fun staying poor on it. Uh, socialism is not morally defensible. Political atheist, and of course, my favorite, the uh, this body is fueled by fat, protein, and hate for the state. But anyways, guys, take it easy, and we'll come at you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out.